Acetaminophen is known as paracetamol across the pond and is also known by the brand name Tylenol. Acetaminophen, when taken appropriately, is a remarkably safe medication that can be given to infants and pregnant women. Unlike aspirin, it isn't associated with Ray syndrome, so it's safe to give to young kids and adolescents. Whether or not they've caught a virus recently, it also isn't addictive, unlike the opioids. However, it's hepatotoxic when taken in high doses. Acetaminophen can be responsible for most liver transplants in countries like the United States, which have few limits on its availability. Some of these high doses are accidental, and due to acetaminophen being present in combination medications to treat things like cold and flu. Sick people don't always read the fine print and can take too much acetaminophen unknowingly. Acetaminophen is often paired with antihistamines, particularly diphenhydramine and decongestants, particularly dextromethorphan. The poison control reports reflect this. Acetaminophen is also paired with opioids like oxycodone and hydrocodone. The opioid through respiratory depression could be the cause of death. Acetaminophen through liver failure could be the cause of death. There could also be interactions between the two. And that's assuming just two medications are involved. Many of the cases involving acetaminophen were examples of polypharmacy. Acetaminophen overdoses have a scary silent phase, but respiratory depression and sedation can be much more obvious signs for medications like opioids, diphenhydramine, and ethanol, which are often taken with acetaminophen. But the highest exposures, the ones causing the greatest morbidity and mortality, are intentional ingestions as part of suicide attempts. This is even more tragic when teenage suicides are reported. Acetaminophen by itself represented 6% of the total and 14% of the single substance fatalities in the 2019 American Association of Poison Control Center's annual report. The main problem with acetaminophen is how the drug metabolizing enzymes, the cytochrome P450s, particularly CYP2E1, activate acetaminophen into a reactive metabolite. Much of CYP-mediated drug metabolism functions to add a functional group to the molecule, such as the hydroxyl group. This makes the molecule ready to conjugate with something so it can be excreted out of the body. Acetaminophen already has a hydroxyl group, and when taken in small quantities, it is mostly conjugated by glucuronidation and sulfation. Only a small percentage is further hydroxylated to form N-acetyl-P-benzoquinonamine, which is also called NAPKI. NAPKI can be toxified by glutathione conjugation. However, when there is more NAPKI than glutathione, the NAPKI starts to damage the liver. Susceptible populations include regular heavy drinkers because ethanol stabilizes CYP2E1 and more CYP2E1 can make more NAPKI. People with underlying liver disease and people with depression and suicidal thoughts are also at a higher risk. Acetaminophen is one of the major causes of pediatric liver failure. This can be due to suicide attempts, but can also be unintentional through dosing errors or accidentally doubling up on doses. Infants and toddlers are particularly at risk from dosing errors because of their small size. It could be worse because we do have an effective antidote, N-acetylcysteine, or NAC. NAC restores the glutathione levels. There is also the rumac matthew nomogram for single large exposures with a known time of ingestion that can help guide treatment. While it is unfortunate that so many liver transplants are still being done to deal with acetaminophen cause liver destruction, at least those patients could be saved. And it could be worse because more countries could be like the United States, places like the UK which limited the amount of acetaminophen available for a single purchase and put them in harder to use packaging like blister packs, have significantly reduced the number of liver transplants and fatalities due to acetaminophen. Ethanol and acetaminophen were a common combination when suicide was determined to be the cause, so it makes sense that things like blister packs could potentially be even more effective in preventing overdoses in people drunk enough to have impacted their coordination. Acetaminophen is a classic example of how a little bit can be good, but a whole lot can be bad. 
As Paracelsus wrote centuries ago, the dosage alone makes it so a thing is not a poison. And by keeping smaller amounts of acetaminophen around, not mixing it with other active ingredients, and putting it in packaging that discourages ingestions, large quantities in a single setting, we can potentially make it less likely that acetaminophen will still be a poison in so many people in the future.